This is episode number 562 of the Inner Fight Podcast. Welcome back to another edition of the Inner Fight Podcast. Thank you to everyone who's tuned in, downloaded, or just about to listen to this show. And a big shout out to our show sponsors, Smith Street Paleo. Please do hop over to smithstreetpaleo.com. Check out what's going on there. Get yourself on a meal plan or just pick up some food here at the gym at Inner Fight. Remember, they have special deals on pretty much any day of the week, free coffee, all sorts of stuff going down there. Go and check out smithstreetpaleo.com or send them a message, hello at smithstreetpaleo.com. I'm joined in today's show by someone who caught my eye a few years back, actually. She's a runner. She's run Marathon de Sable over five times. She's a super awesome personality. She was actually almost on the, well, she was on the Marathon de Sable media team this year. She originates from the UK, and she was out there for her fifth Marathon de Sable this year reporting on it. She shares in this show some really awesome parts of that as she was flying over the Sahara in a helicopter and just talks really openly about running, why people should get involved in it. She's got a super cool energy. I'm sure you guys are really gonna love it. And interesting fact, which we talk about, we actually were at the same Marathon de Sable in 2015, the 30th anniversary when I ran across the Sahara, Susie was there. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks for tuning in. This is Susie Chan. Welcome back to the show, folks. And this one I've been trying to tee up for an incredibly long time, but we finally got it. She's online, all the way from the UK on Skype. Susanna Chan, welcome to the Inner Fight Podcast. Hi, thanks for having me. <laughs> Susie. By the way, only like, my, only like my mother calls me Susanna. I know, it's well, a, you know, <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's always like that, isn't it? You sort of, I know on, on every platform you're Susie Chan and then I, I thought I'd better be yeah, formal. Yeah. So everyone, everyone's <laughs> going to start messaging you Susanna and you feel like you're really naughty. Anyway, let's crack on. <laughs> hey, tell us a little, give us a little bit of background. I don't want to screw it up. Give us a background. Who are you? What are you up to? What's going on? So uh, I'm a UK endurance runner and I like to run anything from one mile, you know, one mile races up to 100 miles plus. Um, And I've only really been running from my late 30s onwards. So this came quite late to me Um, and I've squeezed quite a lot in in that space of time. I've done all sorts of races and um, my sort of favorite thing, I guess, is running in quite an unusual or difficult environment, um, so you know, jungles, deserts, that sort of thing on my my bag. I quite like hot places, um, and yeah, I've just been uh, been it's just been doing that for for uh, for quite a few years now. How did you get into it? You said you started running a bit late. Tell us how you got into it and what the yeah what the sort of what what got you there. So I was pretty um, unfit and. Um, I was in a bit of a rut, and my younger brother wanted to do a um, marathon, sort of ticket off the life bucket list, uh, and he sort of persuaded me to do a local half marathon with him. Um, and so I agreed. I hadn't run before, um, and I, I, I started running, started training for that, and I can remember trying to run like around a football pitch, you know, um, without stopping, and I couldn't do it. Um, but I, <laughs> I sort of persevered and built up a little bit, um, and then I ran the half marathon, and absolutely... I mean, I thought I was going to die at one point in it because it was just so, <laughs> so really? hot. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I finished and it was great. Yeah, I mean, that's, it's quite funny because a lot of people that I speak to, especially about running, like when they first get into it, it's like, 
oh, it's a bet or someone sort of, you know, with quite a few of them are bets down at the local pub. I, I remember when we chatted to Tom oh, Evans, yes. who came third in, in MDS a couple of years ago. He, he was like, I said, how did you get into it, mate? He goes, oh, had a, had a bet with a couple of my mates down at the pub. And I'm like, uh, yeah. And the next minute you come third in MDS. But it's kind of like that, isn't it? What, why do you think, I mean, I don't know if you've given any, this any thought, but why, why does running start like that for people? Like, it's a bet or you're helping someone out. And then, you know, it, it, I mean, for you, it's become a lifestyle. Yeah, and it's, it's what I do now, sort of full time. Um, I think it's because running can seem... If you don't do it, if, you weren't, if you're not surrounded by people who run or in that sort of environment, you're going to need something, something maybe out of the ordinary to take you to that first start line or that first, you know, put your trainers on. Yeah. And uh, so the bets down the pub and the sort of, you know, friends cajoling you into stuff, um, pushes you in, it takes you out of your comfort zone to somewhere, you know, you haven't done before, haven't been before. Um, and then I think the thing about running is once you've started it, once you've done a race and, and people who run will understand this, once you've done one race and had a medal sort of around your neck, it's a, it gets a bit addictive. I mean, it's a real, it's a really great feeling, really rewarding, you know? Um, and uh, I mean, some people have a preferred race distance, but I just wanted to try everything. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, yeah. That's an, it's an interesting distance you start at, like half marathon, because some people like are oh, 5K and then others are just, we've got people coming to us and they're like, I want to run an ultra. And it's like, okay, what have you done before? Oh, five or 10K. But, <laughs> so it's like, yeah. it's quite conflicting. How come you started at, at that distance? Was that, was that just what you're... Just purely that I didn't know anything about running. I literally didn't even know what it meant. You know, I, I, I knew a marathon was 26 miles, but you know, I just... I didn't really know. <laughs> it was born out of pure ignorance. Um, really? <laughs> it was just the race that my brother wanted to do. And I said, okay, I'll do it. Um, without it. really knowing a huge amount about it. And I think if I'd done a sort of 5K first, it would have been more terrifying because you think, you know, or 10K, you know, it's, 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 it's you know, a lot further, isn't it? And each yeah. race you do, um, it feels tough. You know, yeah. and I've, I've, even now, I, you know, a 10K is horrible, isn't it? Yeah. You're running really yeah. hard and uh, <laughs> it feels like too long. Every race feels like too long in, the, in about two thirds of the way through. Um, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's, I think, you know, it's, it's a good to start anywhere. <laughs> yeah. To go to places any, I think. Um. I, I agree with you. I think it, it, it is quite a funny thing you say there because for, for good runners and for, novice runners 10k is just miserable but and it's like but when you get to something longer you kind of find your your rhythm a bit more don't you and you just sort of i don't know 10k is just like full gas and it kills everyone whereas oh (laughs) yes so what so you finish you finish this this half marathon you're it was awful you're on the finish line what's no i loved it it was awful in the middle i'll come over But at the end, it was amazing. Really? Uh, it was it was it was a trail half marathon. I didn't even know what that meant. You know, I didn't even look at the details. And I turned up and to the start line. I've been running up and down the road, and uh, it was like mud and, and and you know puddles and hills and sort of fences to climb over. And I was like, what the hell? Wow. And I thought I was dying about two thirds of the way through. And then and then I got about nine miles in, I think, and I realised I realised I was going to finish. Wow. And I just had this huge sort of surge of like, wow, I can do this. You know, that sort of little swell of confidence and it carried me to the finish line. I was so broken. Yeah. But I was just euphoric when I finished. I just hadn't had, I couldn't believe I'd done it. You know, so it's a long way. You know, yeah. I just couldn't believe I'd run that far. So um, what... I couldn't walk barely, walk the next day. But... <laughs> <laughs> 
So when did you sort of like, okay, so you're on the finish line and, and, and you're, you're knackered, but you're happy. What, yeah. what, what was there something that just went, I need to do more of this or I need to pretty what? much. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Um, uh, not when say instantly, I can't quite remember it. I think in my head, you know, if I wanted to sound political, I'd say it instantly, but it wasn't, it was probably sort of the next day. I was just like, wow. You know, I just really, ple- really, you know, really, Please, I'd managed to do it, and I just wanted to do another one. Yeah. Um, and then I think I did a 10k because oh, I could do that because it was shorter, you know. Yeah. Um, and then the next thing, the next big thing was obviously that the marathon. And so I think I did that. I trained. That was the next big thing I trained for. Right. Um, then a few months of marathon, just sort of kept going. Um, and then I, I, I didn't really know, you know, I, I didn't really, um, I, I just didn't really think much further than that. But I did. I think I did the marathon. Did I do a marathon? I did one marathon, and then um, I read about the marathon de Saab in the in the Sahara Desert, and I'd never even imagined there was anything like that that existed. Right. And it sounded like the most amazing, ridiculous thing. And I just thought, oh, you know, maybe I could give that a go. And it was purely born out of ignorance, I would say, and naivety that I thought I could do it. <laughs> really? Um, yeah. And so this all this all happened quite quickly. I basically. Um, I basically didn't sort of read the small print of anything. I was just like, that sounds amazing. Let's give, let's give that a go. <laughs> no way. So, I mean, and you, you did your first, you did your first marathon Sable in, in 20, it would have been 2013, 30, right? 2013, yeah. So, okay, give us a little bit of a timeline. So you do this first run with your brother, which is a half marathon. 2010. 2010. Okay, so you've, there's yeah. a little bit of time between drinks here. There's a little bit. Yeah, it's right, right at the end of 2010. Yeah, I was still smoking, and I was still smoking my first marathon, and I gave up after the first marathon, which I think was, when was that, 2011? Wow. And then I signed up to the MDS in 2012. You need a sort of year. You, yeah. know, you need a sort of year to, year in advance. And then um, I didn't think I'd get in, because in the UK, it's really... Um, competitive to get in That's and so right. i actually wasn't in i was on the wait i was on a waiting list I, really like a hundred and tenths on the waiting list and i thought oh, right. no you know but i thought I'm, i'll get the emails I'll, I'll read up about it i'll learn and then try for next year yeah. and uh and then by i think uh, november i was in i was in <laughs> what, <laughs> was, <laughs> what was that like when you got the confirmation for oh, the race terrifying terrifying i was <laughs> I absolutely bricked it. I mean, it's it was like nothing out of I'd not even you know just terrifying. And I sort of I can remember thinking, right, I've got to I've got to take this seriously because actually it's it's a serious race. You know, yeah. you, you can't really. There's a lot of um, admin. You sort of admin's got to be on point, otherwise you're going to make it harder yeah. for yourself. And so, um, yeah, I, I did like an ultra marathon in the UK around something called the Isle of Wight, which is like sort of 70 miles. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like June. And I, I figured if I can't survive, my first ever ultra marathon that was, I figured if I couldn't survive running in the Isle of Wight in the UK in June, I'll die in the Sahara. Um, and I did it, you know. And, <laughs> and it, yeah, it was, it was, yeah, it was great. What a journey. So talk us through your first MDS. I mean, it, it it's wild how many you've done, but talk us through the, that first one in 2013, and then we'll talk about the rest of them. Okay. Well, um, I was, I mean, I worked so hard to get to that start line. Yeah. I'd, I mean, I just, I was so scared about failing. Um, so I, I spent um, hours and hours and hours, you know, running around with a heavy rucksack on my back and, you know, doing all the proper training runs and spending ages deciding on what food. You know, I was really into it, really into the admin and testing out different foods and weighing everything. 
there's a lot of considerations for that race because it's uh, self-sufficient, as you well know, yeah. self-sufficient for a week in the Sahara Desert. So that means you have to carry all of your sleeping gear, survival kit um, and your, your food for the week on your back. And so uh, it was hard. I had to get fit for that because it was not something I was ever used to and so I spent I mean I was prepared I was when I was at that start line I actually can remember standing there um having watched it on YouTube videos or whatever standing there thinking yeah this is where I'm meant to be and actually being feeling ready you know wow that's Um, awesome yeah I was I just knew it was like this is meant to be (laughs) Um, and I I was I wasn't confident I would say I just felt ready and I, I was actually on reflection um, I took it very easy that race. I was just, I just scared of failing, so you know, I took it very, very steady, um, just to get get through it really. And I, it was just, it's a beautiful landscape, yeah. and as you know, you just meet extraordinary people, and it was just like coming home. It was just the people you meet are just amazing, you know, real cross, you know, across all demographics. It is incredible, isn't it? Like, yeah. It's bonkers. Is it? yeah. There's no sort of, you know, type of there's no sort of, you know, uh, you know, richer people, less rich people, all like doctors, you know, traffic wardens, everybody's there. Yeah. And, and, and it's just, and for some reason, you're all just stood in the middle of the Sahara Desert going, let's run 150 miles. <laughs> um, my sort of people, you know. Um, and, and I just, I really, I just took my time and enjoyed it. Really enjoyed it. Yeah. What, uh, what, what, what did you... What surprised you the most and what didn't surprise you the most about, about that first race? Because the, the reason I ask that question is because a lot of people, it's all like they're preparing for these races. It might be the first race that they, they, they go into. So can, can you remember like what you thought, oh, wow, this is just totally different to what I imagine. And then something maybe that was exactly what you thought it was going to be? Um, so totally different. I mean, it, it is, the landscape is just stunning and it, it yeah. changes actually it changes quite a lot you have you sort of in your mind a desert you know just sand dunes um mm. but it actually it's really beautiful there's beautiful mountain ranges and it was just beautiful i mean every day was beautiful um really really gorgeous landscape really yeah. gorgeous so that was it was I wasn't expecting it to be that beautiful. You know, you just think this is a race and sure it would be in the desert. It'd be nice, but it, it changes so much. And, you know, the, the sky with like a million stars and every night there's no light pollution and the sunsets and all that. I mean, it was all really cheesy, but it's, it's just, it was just beautiful. Yeah. Really, I th- really beautiful. I, I, I think I'd agree. Like it is, it, it's quite weird when you say the Sahara, people think of just like, and it is barren in quite a lot of areas, isn't it? It's quite like, yeah, it is. at some stages you're like, where the hell am I? And then you sort of turn around yeah. the corner or over three hours of ugly dunes. And then you just turn the corner and you're like, oh my God, this is just incredible. Like it's just, yeah, yeah it's, a, it's, it's very, it's very interesting. But I think what, another thing that you said that I want to pick up on a little bit is the, 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 the sort of the mix of people is just, yeah. especially in MDS, is incredible, isn't it? Yeah, it's amazing. I mean, there's like, you know, there's like a granny there. She was like 70. Yeah. She's powering past me on the long stage in the middle of the night. And I was like, oh, my gosh. You know, and then there was a, there was a kid there who was like 18. You know, and I think, how, what, what, what brings these people here? Yeah. You know, all different types of people, or, you know, all different types of people. That, that's the thing about running, actually, not just necessarily that race. Is uh, It is not, there's not a, 
you know, there's not a sort of a particular type of person. There's just one thing everybody has in common, and that's that's running. Yeah. And the thing about the Marathon de Sable, which is is actually really magical, is um, is is the breadth of 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 sort of talent as well. There, the sort of people. So you have proper elites who like hammer up sand dunes like it's yeah. anti gravity, and then you have the people who like walk, you know, and and to power walk and. That race is, is designed in a way that if you wanted to walk it all, you could and finish and get the medal. Yeah. But you know, extra kudos to those people because they have to they're out for so much longer as well. But <laughs> yeah. you know, and all they've all got this one determination in common. You know, they all want to they all want to finish, and it's it's absolutely astonishing, astonishing what people put themselves through. Yeah, <laughs> to get medal to get yeah to get that little medal. Yeah, that, that's kind of what I always say. Like a lot of, there's a lot obviously of talk around MDS and people will just go there to finish and walk and stuff. And I think sometimes I've looked at them and gone, you know, why have you come here to walk? It's a running race. And then when I've got another hat on, so to speak, I'm like. Oh my God, like you, you know, that the, the long day when, you know, they've been out for double the amount of time or triple the yeah. amount of time that the elite have been out People for. People out there for like 20 hours, you yeah. know, doing that. And it's just so much respect. Yeah. I, everybody, I agree. everybody. It's, I mean, everybody, it's any, you know, they, they work their way to that start line and yeah. they, everybody, and this is for any race really, they get through it however the hell they like because it's their race and it's for them, you know, and I've just got. And that's the beauty of that race. That's the beauty of that race. You stand at the start line and look around. It's not a typical start line. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's a amazing. rave in the middle of the desert, isn't it? It's, it's amazing. Uh... Yeah. So end of end of your, your your first MDS in 2013. Talk to us a little bit about how you felt. How did like you've? It's obvious from the way that you've spoken about it so far. You had an amazing time. But what was what was sort of some of the emotions that were going through? Was it a roller coaster? What was it like at the end? Oh, the end! It was it was emotional. I mean, I, I'm not a crier. I don't really cry. I don't think I cried actually. Yeah. But it was just um, I thought it'd like to be the end of you know that sort of adventure, and then I'd go back to the half marathons, you know. And I just came home with a. You have this sort of. You realise it's really odd actually. You're you're sort of in the desert. You've got nothing. You've literally you don't even get changed. You know, you've got like one fork <laughs> one bowl or whatever you've been eating out of like you don't need much you come home and you just realize you know what you need to have a great time it's just like good company you know and as long as yeah. you get fed um it was it, i just i was actually euphoric and then uh, and then i felt a bit flat i think this is quite common you know you sort of uh everything had been gearing up towards it and I did it and it was, it lived up to all my expectations. I was just euphoric. Yeah. And then afterwards it was like, Oh, now what? <laughs> <laughs> oh no, what do I do? <laughs> you know, and then, then it's, then it begins, you know, then, then it was actually the beginning. It wasn't the end at all. It was the very first step for me on doing, um, sort of races in, in, in nice, you know, sort of unusual place, not unusual, difficult, more difficult places and sort of learning, um, where my limit was physically the race itself i actually felt okay at the end of it which was right. a nice surprise <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so i was kind of uh kind of uh, a couple of weeks later sort of already looking around and seeing what else is out there and what do you you said racing in nice places T- tell us what, it, what are some of your we'll come back to your other visits to mds in, in a second tell us some of the best places and the best races that that you've that you've been to uh, well, Costa Rica. I did a race in Costa Rica. I've done that a couple of times, uh, two, three times, uh, which is amazing. It's tough. Bloody hell, it's tough. It's jungle. It's a bit of everything, a bit of jungle, right. which is difficult. Jungle's probably the most difficult terrain, actually, I'd say, because it's, it's relentless. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's beautiful. I mean, it was just in terms of, 
you know, here in the UK, you know, everything's pretty grey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> grey brown and you know we don't have we don't have like toucans flying around. So it was just astonishing to to run through that sort of um landscape. Um sure. and then you're along the beaches for bits of it and and, and river wading i love sort of running you know we have a lot of uh, running up and down rivers and crossing rivers that sort of stuff so that's for 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 a girl from the uk that was proper adventuring i've been there a couple of times yeah. um so that was beautiful where else have i been i mean i've done oh i've been i've been <laughs> i've done a lot of um i do road running as well so i've done like the world marathon majors and wow. they're great i mean a marathon with your mates is a great way to see a see a city you know yeah. uh so I've, I've been to, um, and the other place, which is, I have a thing for, uh, for, for I do have a thing for deserts. I've been um, in uh, Nevada and California, Death Valley. I had a, a, I've got a, a run around there a little bit. That's absolutely gorgeous. Amazing. Um, uh, just really beautiful. Where else have I been? Oh, uh, Peru. That was that was tough, actually. <laughs> is, that, um, <laughs> is that the one with Beyond the Ultimate, the Jungle Ultra? Yeah. Wow. Have you done it? I haven't done it, but I had uh, we had a client that did it this year, and it's actually well, how did they get on? Well, it, it's quite funny because he sent me a message at the end, and I, I said, "How was it?" And um, he replied, and he said, "Everything, including the race director, is trying to kill me in this jungle." Yeah, <laughs> he yeah. Said, it's just. I mean, it, it was one of the toughest things. It was just. It was just relentless. Really, it was relentless. That yeah, it was tough. That was a toughie. Yeah. Um, I, th- I was I was a bit unsur- I was by that stage I was quite cavalier about doing these things and I was I sort of I was a victim of my own arrogance because I I died I died really? <laughs> I, my admin was awful I hadn't put a hammock up in my life you know I was just waking up on the floor of a wet jungle uh, in wet in a wet sleeping bag every day yeah. <laughs> I think that's that's um, one of the things about jungle stuff and, and, and especially Josh was telling me about that race he, he said you know yeah if you don't put your hammock up properly exactly what you've just said there so stuff. there's yeah. a lot more admin to take care of isn't there yeah you need to really look after yourself in that race and I I, I well I didn't I was I was I got I got a slight stomach bug um, I, I couldn't sleep every night properly um, so I wasn't eating properly and my feet were fine, which was a relief. Um, I nearly got swept down a river. <laughs> wow. um, I fell over probably more times in in a week than I have most of my entire life combined. <laughs> wow. um, um, and I wasn't a fan. I'm not a fan of bugs. No. So, uh, I mean, there's, I don't mind reptiles. There were quite a lot of snakes, but the 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 bugs were something else. Just eating alive for a week, basically. So you won't be you won't be going back to Peru for the Jungle Ultra then. No, uh, no, I'm all right. I did, I did quite well in that race, and I'll leave that there. I'll draw a line underneath it. Costa Rica was just about the amount of jungle I can, I can cope with because you're in the jungle for some time, and then you pop out, and it's like a beautiful beach. And in the Costa Rica race, uh, uh, there's a lot of you. There's beer. That's incredible. Let's jump back a little bit to MDS because lots of people for MDS, it's a once in a lifetime race yeah it's it's you know, it, it yeah. is quite it's one of the most expensive ones and it's like an experience yeah. and a box to tick you went first in 2013 yeah. and you've been back another four times explain yeah. why why have you done that <laughs> why why yeah well i went back in 2015 because my then boyfriend i was trying i just I basically he had just sort of started running and i was like oh it's gonna be amazing i'm like a 
self-catering holiday. And, <laughs> and, and I, I, can I just, I wanted to, I wanted to go back, you know, um, and I had a couple of friends doing it. And so we went, we went back and did it and it was a very, blimey, it was a very different experience. Second time, um, he had, he, he's really, he's quite, you know, he was in the army for a long time. He's a fit guy. And, uh, yeah. he, he really, he really, he was really ill. He was basically seriously ill. Wow. <laughs> and I had a fantastic, we were going, we were going to run it together. You know, uh, we didn't, we split up on like day two and I had a fantastic race. I mean, I want, everything just came together for me in that race. And I was racing, I was in the elites by the end. It was just a, it just, wow. it was a phenomenal race for me. Um, terrible race for him. <laughs> Poor guy. Um, but it was, it was, it was, it was, it was really uh, interesting to experience it from the sort of from that end of the pack. Yeah. Um, because it's it's different. I mean, you just have to. The first one was all about the experience. The second one was all about. I would, by the end of it, I was just purely like focusing on on moving as fast as I can through through the. Uh, through the desert um mm. but yeah it was it was different and I, I did enjoy it um and the third time i was lucky enough to be invited back right. and uh, that was probably weirdly strangely that was actually the, the third time was was my worst time because i was i i've done it twice i was like, oh i'll be okay i know what i'm doing yeah. and uh, this is what happens when you take on a race like that thinking you're okay i mean it just kicked my ass it really kicked my ass because i just hadn't trained properly for it all i wasn't quite prepared as i thought i could have been right. um, and as you know in that sort of environment you can't really be too relaxed about it no. and uh, i was I nearly dnf'd purely because i was wow. just like oh you know i just well suddenly wasn't enjoying it because i wasn't it was vanity i think i just wasn't where i wanted to be and you know it wasn't coming together and uh, i had a bit of expectation on me and um i sort of threw my toys out the pram <laughs> <laughs> and then had a had a word with myself, you know, and pulled myself together, and you know, I made it to the finish line. And actually, in terms of lessons, it was a good one. I needed it, you know. It was, yeah. um, it was good. It was good for me. It was good for me to have my ass kicked. <laughs> how, how do you um, place? Then... Just let me jump in there. How do you manage yeah. those situations? Because in, in the first two, and I think this is a really good string of races to put it in perspective for people, because people will train and they'll think, oh, maybe I can place. In, at this position in a race, but then the race doesn't go according yeah. to plan. How do you do it for yourself? And like, you know, it's quite interesting to, to listen to what you said there because the first time you just went for the experience, but in, in 2015, you're up there with the elites. And so how do you manage your own expectations or set goals around these races? Yeah, well, it was for that one. I, I didn't really have a goal. I just sort of, I, I sort of, you know, thought I'll do you know, roughly the same as I did last time. When, you know, why shouldn't I? And yeah. I think... I think in in that race in particular, you have a long time to think, you know, you don't, there's not much else to do. I mean, you're, you're either running or you're sitting down in your, in your tent and thinking and, um, you know, it sort of went a bit wrong and I was getting a bit grumpy with myself and, you know, and I was trying to find excuses for why I wasn't doing as well. And the truth was, I just wasn't managing myself very well or I just wasn't as fit as I was. Right. Um, and it, you know, you're there for six days, you know, and, and so by day two, I was getting really grumpy. By day three, I knew. I knew, you know, what, what, where I'd gone wrong. And, um, and, you know, by day four, you're just sort of going, oh, stop being an arse, you know, put yourself yeah. together. This is an amazing <laughs> opportunity. You're in the desert, you know. So I sort yeah. of went on a bit of a, a bit of a, a bit of a journey where I kind of was aware of, of, of myself and had time to be able to understand what a, you know, it, it's, it's a, it's a wonderful race. It's still my favorite race and a beautiful place. And, you know, just because I wasn't positioned where I wanted to be, you know, imagine being that, 
that sort of arrogant you think oh well sod it I'll, I'll go home I mean you know what an idiot so I realized that I was being an absolute idiot and uh, and then and then from that point as soon as I accepted you know that um, my own fault you know yeah. I, uh, I I enjoyed it and and it was fantastic and I really 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 glad I did it because um you know each time you go you learn something and and, and actually in particular in those races I don't quite go the way you think or the way you want or the way you hope they're the they're the good ones they're yeah. the ones that that add into the pot you know of 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 when times do get tough you think yeah but i finished that race or i did that and yeah. i learned this and and it's uh, i'm quite a positive person and yeah. and there's always positives to be drawn always yeah. and and having a bad race happens to everybody anyway happens yeah. to everybody <laughs> i think that's it's i mean it's normal. it's yeah and it's it's a super it's a super nice way that you framed it as well there and you, you said one thing that i that i love you like you sort of look around and if you stop and stop doing your head in for a second and just have a look around where you are unless it's absolutely yeah. pissing rain like and yeah. you're really not very good but generally in these races they're in incredible places and yeah it might not be going quite right, but oh my god, you just sort of have a look around and go, "Wow, this is this is actually quite yeah. co- this is quite cool, isn't it?" It's amazing, yeah. And then and then as soon as you as soon as you realise that nobody cares how well you do apart from yourself, yeah, then, <laughs> then you're okay. You yeah. know, like nobody's going to look up. But, I mean, who cares if I do well or not? No, no one in particular. You know, my friends might be, "Oh well," but you know, but they don't. They they're not going to judge me. You know. Yeah. And as soon as you accept actually that, and it is all within yourself. You know, those pressures you put on are within yourself, and you know you're sort of your hopes and your ego all those things are kind of all melted in together and as soon as you realize actually appreciate what you can do rather than what you can't you know then that's that's the best way forward and I've I've been in races where it's not gone well at all but you know you just it's it's all good you know it's all good when you it is all good because you can you really can. They, are, you know, they really are the the experiences. That is, I mean, that's ultra running. That's running. You know, it, it's not all going to be sunshine and rainbows and plain sailing. It's tough. It's tough, and uh, yeah. you got to take the rough with the smooth. You know. You went back two more times, 2018, and again this year. There's not so many people year, that have done yeah. this many, okay. Susie. What's so going on? There is a big difference between those two. So 2018, I was diagnosed with cancer at the beginning, yeah. at the very end, uh, beginning of 2018, tail end of 2017. Right. And I had promised. So actually, the reason... <laughs> the reason the year before also was quite bad, because I, I, I had promised my best friend... I promised my best friend that if she ever did the MDS, I'll do it with her. And I knew, she, I thought, she'll never do it. And she signed <laughs> up for 2018. And I was like, I'm crying out loud. So whilst I was dying on my ass back in 2017, yeah. um, I knew I had to go back. And I was like, I'm just going to stop now and come back to my friends, you know. So that was another reason why I was struggling. But so and then what happened was I got diagnosed with cancer. And it became like, it became a real positive focus in my life. I was like, do you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to still go to the desert. And I'm going to go with the person who who was my boyfriend in 2015. Uh, he became my husband. Go back with him and my Aww. best mate, and we're going to run for the desert. And it's going to be it's going to be like a beautiful a beautiful time. And it was e- exactly that, you know. Oh, wow. Just uh, we ran the whole thing together um, as a group, um, and it was just. It, you know, it, it feels like coming home, that race for me, yeah. <laughs> in a sort of, you know, unwashed, starving way. <laughs> That's pretty um, cool. Uh, 
and it was it was beautiful, and I cherished that one actually. Yeah. Uh, so that that meant that actually was probably the, one of the mo- most more emotional finish lines. I'm not, as I say, I'm not a crier, but I, I was I was pretty choked up at the end of that one. It was I like, yes, imagine. I made it. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. And then again this year, why were you there so this, this year? <laughs> so this year was different. Actually, I wasn't actually raced. I could have raced, but they didn't give me much notice. And I was like, oh, do you know what? No. Um, but they, I was there um, as media. So this, I don't know if this has ruined it for me uh, because. <laughs> I have now seen that race from the other side. Right. Um, so I ran, I ran a stage. Let me run a stage, and I could have run the. So that was great, just turning up and running a stage. But I saw the colossal amount of organisation that goes on into that race. I mean, it's it's like a thousand staff, nearly uh, six, something like hundreds, seven hundred, something thousands, or you know, hundreds of people um, looking after hundreds of people, and it's a huge operation. Uh, um, and and you know you it's slightly more comfortable. Um, there's showers. <laughs> there's a bar. <laughs> you, get, you get given alcohol. <laughs> bed, you know, and it and it was it was incredible. And I sort of so I managed to 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 race. And I was there sort of interviewing people and um, for the media. And I, I was up in the helicopter, seeing it from above. It was just extraordinary. And I, I would say that having seen it from that side, if I'd seen it. I think before having done it, I would have been terrified because it just—you just realise—you know, you get a broader view yeah. of, of what happens because when you actually take part, it's very much you and your your, your tent mates of so just maybe eight people around you. But when you see it from a with a broader perspective and and sort of the all of those different ranges of people we were talking about and what yeah. they put themselves through to get to the finish line, it's extraordinary. It was extraordinary, but it just looked so mental <laughs> how what was it like in in, in uh, i have to ask you this because i'm pretty sure i saw this on on your social media on your instagram for in the helicopter because i used to when we were running oh, yeah. you'd look up and you'd see this helicopter and at stages just like yeah you bastard come and pick me up and just drop, yeah. drop me yeah but being yeah. in that helicopter seeing that race must be something <laughs> incredible it was Unbelievable! I mean, it's exactly the same. It was unbelievable, unbelievable. I mean, the landscape is extraordinary, but yeah. you go up and then you just see—it's extraordinary. You see just a line of people yeah. with their massive rucksacks on running through the desert, through nowhere, and it's beautiful. And you just think—I mean, nothing. I'm talking about it now makes me sort of my heart swell because yeah. you think these people are—what <laughs> are they doing? It living their, their their best life doing yeah. this. It's just beautiful. And then also distressingly like you know from like start to finish will take like 15 20 minutes to go yeah. <laughs> yeah right You're like oh I'm here now yeah yeah it's um, it's pretty quick pretty quick stuff um, incredible um, but it's just just to view it from above you can see the size of it and just seeing that sort of long line of people working way up and over a mountain and or through the dunes and it's just it's wonderful what a what a sight i'll never forget it mds seems to be something that's going to be part of your life it's been a big part of your life will it continue to be a big part of your life do you think will you go back next i don't year? i hope so i mean i hope so <laughs> i don't think it'll ever it's got such a place in my heart yeah, yeah. i hope so yeah I really do hope Good. so. I mean, I might go back and run it again. Who knows? Um, <laughs> who knows? Yeah, I would never, never say never. Each time, I think this has got to be it. this. This has got to be it now. Yeah. And then the other thing is, there are so many races out there. Yeah, there's so many races out there. You know, but um, I'm very fond of that race. Let's talk very a little bit about the, the, the other races, and I'm interested to get your thoughts not not really on races, but on the pretty much explosion 
in ultra running. There are more races than ever. There are more yeah. people running than ever. I mean, I was getting messages over last weekend about UTMB and uh, from people. I'm yeah. like, you don't like you a year ago. You didn't even know there was UTMB, and now you're messaging me telling me about you know yeah. su- such and such. What's your thoughts on this massive explosion? Yeah, do you know what I? I see, at, at first, I couldn't tell whether it was just because I was I was becoming part of that world that I noticed it more, and it was actually. Yeah. You know, a couple of years and I realized it wasn't just me. It was, <laughs> it was it was becoming a bigger thing. And when I started ultra running, which was back in 20, 2012, I think, mm. um, there were 17 ultramarathons in the UK. There's now, I don't know, 270, wow. <laughs> something like that. You know, wow. there's there's hundreds and we're a small place. Um, it's and I, I hit it at the right time. I think I, I, I hit it just as it was on the rise and so some of the races i did at the beginning were uh, were very easy i mean utmb you know you just you just sort of signed up and and so that is the downside uh, there's a lottery now for a lot of these things yeah. um, but it's it's great isn't it i think it's i think it's a social media plays a big part you know yeah. i think you when you see people you doing these things like me you think well maybe i could do that too you know yeah. um it's it's great. Uh, the more the merrier, I say. Um, and there's there is a lot of choice. I mean, I'd, I'd say, yeah, I'd, there's a lot of choice out there now. There's there's a lot of different places you can run. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's interesting. It's like a global thing. It yeah, it is. And I mean, it, it's interesting, like you say, like before you just sort of register and go to UTMB, and now I mean, I I think it's quite nice that it's almost like it's this big goal that people have because it also paves way for for the smaller races and for, you know, I know beyond the ultimate, they, you know, compared to an MDS, they've sort of got a very small group of people. And yeah. That, those races are very special because you, you, it's quite intimate, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. There's a, I mean, there's a, there is probably an ultra marathon for everybody out there. I mean, if you're like a road runner, you'll find one like a yeah. 50k on the road. If you want to do that sort of thing, if you like mountains, head to the mountains, you know, there's, there's going to be something in it for everybody. And they are, and this is the thing about ultra running. I mean, you know, no two 50-mile races are going to be the same. Yeah. The, the, the terrain is different. You know, the, there's so many variables, um, so many different variables. And I think that's why it's not like I say like a, a road marathon, you know. I mean, there's, there's, I mean, how different can a road marathon be? I guess the venue, you know, you can have a lovely city in a different city, um, maybe some more elevation, but um, ultra marathons are, or pretty much very frequently on a trail somewhere somewhere interesting to see um and uh, if you're like me it's just a i i, I mean it's my holiday that's why yeah. <laughs> so yeah. how i see the world it's a great adventure mate in i think was it 2017 they put you on the front of runner's world i have to ask you i know what's that all about that. you don't even sound like the type know. of person that would be on the front i don't even know how that happened i'm not even joking i just got an email and i was like are you mad yeah of course i want to be on the cover of runner's world. yeah that was amazing i don't know if i'm honest really? um, i think uh, um i don't know that's just bonkers isn't it yeah. i that, that 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 issue in particular actually was talking about um uh, in particular, social media actually, and as it runs on social media, runners to follow um, uh, on social media, and uh, I was lucky enough to be picked right. <laughs> in the UK as the number one runner to follow on Instagram uh, uh, by Runners World, um, 
which was lovely of them. And Amazing. that was sort of part of it. I couldn't believe it. Amazing. I literally couldn't believe it. I went and bought about 10 of them. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about that a little bit because you are super active on social media. You, you, yeah. you know, your positive personality comes through that. You act as a massive motivation to, to you know, a, a decent number of people, all of your followers. What do you think that impact of social media has had on trail running? Give us a few of your thoughts on it and sort of where you're at with that. You know, I think I, I mean, you know, social media is, it, as everybody knows, that it can, it can be, you know, good and it can be bad. Yeah. But I think that in the community, in the running community, it's, it's positivity um, yeah. and encouragement, you know, and, and, and I, I, I do think that, you know, I'll be on it and looking at people. Be, I'm not talking about people elite sort of banging out these sort of you know 15 hour 100 miles which are extraordinary yeah. but uh, you see sort of we have park run here do you have park run yeah, there uh, no we don't but we park, should have so park run is like yeah so park run to explain it is a phenomenon in the uk and this is i think attributed to why there's a big increase in running particularly in the uk it's a free 5k run um and they are there are hundreds of them now in the uk started out as one and now I think I think hundreds of thousands of people have now signed up to this. You can go to your local park and run 5K, all run by volunteers. Yeah. And I think sort of social media is is sort of, has grown at the same rate as park run. And you just sort of, you have a look at your social media, and you'll see all sorts of different people, you know, running up a mountain, running through the woods, running along the roads, and it's it's a real, I think, positive space for people to be able to to talk about their you know their hobby uh, that they enjoy yeah I, I i agree with you and i think like you said there's there's a lot of positives and a lot of negatives but i mean i think the positives if you if you use it in the right way they really they far yeah. outweigh the negatives like you get so much motivation you know and I, I encourage people that listening hop over to to susie's account and you will get like your account is motivation all over it mate it's it's incredible the content that you oh. put out and no but it's it's cool because yeah. it's so nice and genuine you know well, this is it. So I have, I mean, you know, I do have a few sort of rules. I mean, I, yeah. I pretty much, what you see is pretty much what I've done that day. Yeah. Um, and, and sometimes, you know, I, I'm not going out banging out, you know, fast-paced miles all the time because I yeah. just, it's not, it just can't, you know, I can't actually. In some days, I just want to go out and have a jog around with my mates and it's yeah. it's all good. It's all good. It's not a place to be competitive for me anyway. And I think, I think um, just being genuine, I mean, that's pretty much... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> what, I've, what I've been up to that that day and um yeah it's uh, I, I, and I think if you can sort of, there, there's some people perhaps that uh you know you, there's there's some accounts or whatever that sort of take other people's photos and talk yeah. in a very sort of loft you know <laughs> they, they're not the ones to follow you want to follow the people who are really going out there and, and running or yeah. or just being honest and genuine and it's a it's a really great health I think you can they're easy to find you know yeah. um, there's some wonderful people I love following people just to see uh, where they've been i get a lot of inspiration yeah. from um you know people uh it's in the uk running somewhere I think, oh that looks good maybe i'll go and have a look at that you know and uh, yeah. or, or a new race that perhaps i haven't heard of something a little bit more low-key um yeah it's, it's it's a it's a great great space to, to to learn from and be inspired by absolutely and you you're doing a great job on it mate listen i don't want to take too much more of your time but i want to ask you one last question that we ask for a lot of our okay. guests if you could offer one piece of advice that you've learned along this running journey of yours, which is, I think it's only just getting started. I think you've got a long way to go. But what's that one piece of advice that you'd offer up to people? 
Oh, it'd be to believe in yourself. I mean, really, if you want to do something, if you really want to do something, a particular race, you can do it. You really, really can. And it's, uh, you know, it, it, for me, the one thing that running taught me was to have a bit of confidence in myself because I'd numb when I started. And actually, wow. if you really want to do it, you can. You really, really can. So um, have a little bit of faith in yourself. Well, mate, you've given us so much of your time. I really, really appreciate it. We've, we've been nattering for about 40, 45 minutes, so I'm going to let you go. Oh, right. um, absolutely okay. amazing, mate. Everyone should hop over to your social media, check you out. You're, you're inspiring what you're doing, mate. It really is cool. And the last 40 oh, minutes, is, you've, you've made me laugh and smile the whole way through it. So if, oh, great. If, if no one else gets benefit of this show, at least I do. No, I'm sure everyone will get <laughs> loads of, uh, of benefits. Benefit. So, Sydney, congratulations for what you've done, champion. Absolutely awesome. And thank you for sharing your story with us. Really appreciate it. Thanks. Thanks for having me so much. Take care. Awesome. Thank you.